Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water And was fined the great big $50 bill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you add to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Well, hey, welcome, everybody. This is another uh, week of your psychic connection. Welcome. Hi, I'm Jorian, the coffee psychic. And tonight we were planning on having a really, really wonderful show with your psychic kids. Now, some strange things have happened, have happened and they normally do, right? So we were going to have my granddaughter, Joanna, come on, and I've spoken about her so many times. I was so excited and all of a sudden she got sick. She's not feeling well. Um, we were also going to have two other psychic children on. And uh, sorry to say, and if you guys can all throw some uh, prayers out there, uh, Stefanos was being taken to the hospital about an hour ago uh, because they think he broke his leg. Oh, my God. Knock on wood, God forbid. So if everyone can throw some prayers out to Stefanos, and uh, and Joanna, because she's not feeling well, we'd really appreciate it. So what I am going to do 
is I'm going to tell you um, some of the things that I've seen about uh, Joanna. Now, these are things that I've known personally. Uh, she's been seeing the dead since she's been two years old, so that's why I was very excited about having her on. And, um, and also Stefanos, um, as I've come to know him, uh, he's come to my seances for uh, the last couple of years. He's a younger man. He's just wonderful. He's 13 years old. And um, so I'm going to go back and forth, and I can share a little bit about that with you. And then, of course, we'll just schedule the show again and have these guys back on at a later time. So being uh, being the grandmother of uh, a little one coming up in the world, it's been very interesting to watch Joanna. And again, I'm going to remind you guys, this is a live call-in show, so excuse me while I jump around here. It's a live call-in show. If you guys have kids that are psychic, please, please, please call in. The number is 347-33-9404. Again, that number is 347-633-9404. Now, I will mention also, I've got three daughters, and one of my grand, one of my daughters, excuse me, is very, very psychic. In her astrology chart, my astrologer told me, he says, you know, Jorianne, you've had to really work for your gifts. But with your daughter, uh, and this is Melanie, he said she's got Nostradamus-type abilities. So, you know, as when she grew up, she started having a lot of psychic experiences herself. So this is something that's run in our family. And I had to learn to listen to what Melanie said because if she said something, it would happen. So uh, now it's something that she still, she has this gift. She doesn't use it all the time, but she does have, have this gift, so when it does happen, she does listen. So that's really wonderful. And, yes, you're also invited to ask a psychic question as well tonight. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on to Joanna right now because I told Joanna, I said, uh, even with her not feeling as well, I said, you know, listen to the show if you can. Uh, and I'm just going to share my experiences of Joanna and then hopefully she'll be able to call in. Um, we'll do this in another couple of weeks, and they can call in with their perception of what it is like to be a child growing up and having all these psychic experiences. Now, when we were talking, she goes, Grandma, I don't remember every single thing that was happening. And I said, that's okay. I said, because I didn't either. I didn't remember everything that happened when I was growing up. But then there were certain very major things that stuck in my head. And um, so I want to ask Julia. Julia, are you there? And, of course, Julia is my producer. And she may be on the phone talking with some other uh, callers. Um, again, feel, feel free to call in, you guys. So you can, uh, if you guys have had some psychic experiences when you were growing up, if you've got some questions, if your kids have had psychic experiences, please call in. Anyway, Joanna, when she was about two years old, I remember being on the phone with my daughter, and as a two-year-old, she she was very advanced. Um, she had seen uh, a ghost in the hallway, and she said while well, I was on the phone with my daughter, Mommy, there's a man in the hallway, and my daughter <laughs> just said, No, there's not. And very adamantly, she goes, I said I saw a ghost in the hallway, just like that. And I was going like, oh, my God, did you hear that? So that was the first thing that I remember when I really 
uh, found out that here we've got a special little kid on our hands. I mean, she's starting out pretty young. Then it was probably about six months later, um, Joanna and I were in uh, the FedEx store, and um, there was a card corral, a little a little stand that had cards. And I had been shopping around, and I had to do some mailing. And suddenly I felt something on my hand, and I looked around, and she had walked over to the card corral and picked out a card, and she handed me the card and then just walked away. Now, I didn't realize, I, you know, I, when I tell this story, I didn't stop and think. It's like, oh, my God, here she is, two and a half years old. She could not read, you guys. She wasn't in school yet. The card said, my soul knew you the day you were born. And, and that's I'm like, not a common oh card either, is it? No. Julia, it's not. And and to top it off, on the front of the card, it had, and this was the only spiritual card that was there, it had picture a picture of Stonehenge on there. And you guys know Stonehenge from England. And that's not going to attract a two-year-old's you know, eye. No, it's not going to attract a two-year-old eye. That was, it, it's not a cartoon card, you're right. I was just going like, oh, my God. So here it is. Now I'm, I'm noticing that she's very psychic because there were some other little things that were popping up for her. And so now we have her with giving me this. And then, uh, and, I, and I'm sure I've shared this with you guys in the past because I, I love to share this about Joanna and even my grandson Billy and stuff, how his abilities are opening up. But the next thing that was pretty strong was that Joanna and Julia, you, remi- you reminded me of this about mm-hmm. a reincarnation um, segment here, for po- you know, possibly a reincarnation for Joanna. Uh, when when Trinity was born, her sister, it was four years apart. So Joanna uh, was just turning four. And <clears throat> I always take my grandkids to a hotel so the mom and dad could get a break. They're having their kids. And, you know, I would take all of my grandkids. So we would just have a, have a party celebrating the birth of the new baby coming in. And all the other kids had to go back because the next day it was school. But Joanna wasn't in school yet. So we got to stay at the hotel and spend the night. So while we were on the bed, uh, she just happened to be a little higher on the pillow. And her, her face suddenly changed. I'm looking at her, and suddenly her face kind of, like her eyes kind of glazed over, her face changed, and she says, you know, I used to know you when you were little. And first off, that statement from a little four-year-old kind of shocked me because I'm her grandmother, number one. So that's a kind of a, a bold statement to make, right? And uh, I'm trying to think fast on my feet, and I go like, okay, then what did you use to call me? And right away, um, she's starting to name things off, table, chair, and then she said mouse. Well, guess what? My mom and dad used to call my sisters and brothers and I mouse all the time. And I'm going like, oh, my God. So as I'm sitting here, I'm going like, who is that? in that little body is that my mom is that my dad or could it have been my grandmother but um you know mom dad so that and was normally that, with uh, reincarnations they don't remember their previous life either no 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 that's not true julia when they're little like this they do oh when okay you, i thought that they didn't and the fact that she could 
it was like her communicating or bringing that ability to the surface. Right. Now, now I mean, this is another person here. Even uh, So I've got a wonderful na- na- uh, friend, Debbie. Her son, Matthew, when he was little, he star- this was probably, I think, like, I think he was born two years after 9-11. He started everything he could from the time he could crawl. He would be building, building towers. He'd be building two towers next to each other. And then he would get fire trucks. And this was a constant, constant thing. And then when they, I can't remember how they talked about it, but he said, I was there. I was there. Really, what was your name? Matthew. And they went and checked. <clears throat> there were several firemen by the name of Matthew that died in the Twin Towers. Wow. Now, go figure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So what they say is that these young kids can remember some of their past lives and it kind of bleeds through into this consciousness. Now, we're supposed to be having what's called the veil of consciousness put over um, our consciousness. It's a veil, so you can't remember your past lives. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to be able to really get your full lessons when you're down here. If you remembered everything, then come on, why would we have to be here struggling? Uh That's when we really learn these lessons, when we have our hardships. Everyone, you can go through all the happiness and and joy and stuff, and those things are times to really enjoy and appreciate. But when you have your struggles, that's when we learn these lessons. We get these epiphanies. Aha, oh, my God, that's what it's all about. And then you learn. Or or you get the deja vu. Right, right. Well, there have been really great stories of some of these little kids. I remember reading this one story where this, um, I can't remember how old this, this young man was. I don't know if he was like five, six years old. All he wanted to do was smoke cigars, and so he would always have something in his mouth because, of course, they're not going to let him have a cigar. (laughs) And this was like in, gosh, was this in, uh, I don't know if this was India. It might have been India. So he said, come on, come on, I I used to live over here. And they literally, I don't know if they were driving through the town, and he, he yelled, stop, stop, that's my house or something. And he was able to go up to the door, you know, the knock on the door. The woman opens opens the door. It's his wife, and he's recognizing her as his wife, and she's going like, who are you? What do you, how do you know all this about me? And finally, I mean, they come to realize, they came to realize that this was the dead husband. And here he is in this young, new body. So, I mean, he had, wow. all, the, he had all the information, everything. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of great stories out there like that. And, you know, do we get reincarnated? Positively we do. Positively. So, but you're not really supposed to remember it. And when you do, then that's, I mean, it's okay because, you know, even as Joanna said, um, we were talking yesterday, she she goes, but Grandma, I don't remember everything. We normally don't. When we have these psychic experiences, they come through. And you've got to you've got to catch them, and you've got to journal them down. You've got to um, get it recorded in some fashion. That's why when I do my psychic readings, you know that Julia, I like to make a recording of it for people because yeah. it's only going to come through. I don't remember everything from the time I start reading people to the time I'm done. So your best bet is take a lot of notes, take fast notes, or get a recording. And, and so no, all of you like. You know, compare you to anyone because I knew you first. Um, uh-huh. 
I noticed that yeah, that is a trend with a lot of mediums because I, I, I happen to love Long Island mediums. Um, oh, nice. But I knew you first and you doodled <laughs> when you do your readings because as you're getting information, you're kind of jotting it down before you convey it to the person. And I noticed she does the same thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Dorianne, you can do that, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I noticed how you, the method you use, she uses, and it seems to be more consistent because you don't, you do so many and you got so many voices coming into your, I'm assuming, into your head that you yeah. can't remember everything. No. And it's not for me to remember. That's why, that's why we're called mediums, because we're the intermediary between the spirit world and the person we're reading for. So I'm okay, in the so middle. Now, how about the psychic side? Now, how do you mean you that? Had, you had, when you first started your ability, mm-hmm. you were able to predict things that were going to happen. Yes. So, I mean, for, so for the kids, uh, we, we do have a caller on hold. Who okay. She and her son have dreams. So, oh, uh, beautiful. Carla. So when you're ready, we can bring her in. But their dreams are like giving them not like premonitions, but they're, they're things that are about to happen. And I know you had one about someone going to someone's house. I, you remember you telling us the story. Um, and this was soon after when you realized you had ability after you got hit in the head with the bat. Um, yes. Okay. From, from I'll, I'll share that again real quick. When I was when I was little, I was uh, my brother had uh, a Cub Scout meeting, and uh, the Cub Scout leader came to get him, and he's my my two brothers actually, and they were not ready. So George said, "I'm going to go ahead and pick up the other Cub Scout," and I said, "Okay, George, can I go with you?" And he said, "Sure." <clears throat> when we got in the car, I said, "I know where you're going." And he said, oh, really, Miss Smarty Pants, where am I going? And I said, you're going to go three blocks down here. You're going to make a right-hand turn. You're going two blocks down here. You're going to make a left-hand turn. You're going to the, uh, the third house on the right-hand side. A little boy with brown hair and glasses is going to come to the front door, and this is what he's going to say. And to the very last word of what the little boy said, everything was accurate. George looked at me. His eyes were were big, and he was going like, "Oh my God, how did you know that?" And I'm just, and I was just like, "Well, I don't know," because yes, it, it was just there, and it just came through me. So, well, who do we now? Who do you, we have online here? Carla, I can bring her online if you like. Let me bring her in. Thank you. All right. Hello, Carla. Carla. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is interesting. You're talking about kids being psychic tonight. That's an interesting topic because my oldest, who's about to turn 14, about a year, year and a half ago, she started coming on and off, letting me know that, you know, little dreams she's having, you know, and there's, you know, seeing herself doing something at school or whatever are starting to come through. And that was how I first noticed I had a similar guest. And it's always dreams. It's just about something related to what's going on in your immediate life. Um, it's not like, you know, being visited by a spirit or anything like that at this level. But, yeah, it seems like she has a gift, too. And when I ask her about it, I keep my questions fairly open-ended. I don't want it to, like, create that. You know, it needs to happen on its own. Yeah. Well, that's kind of neat. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. So what you want to do is yeah. you want to encourage her because, you know, in my family, um, you know, not only do we have Joanna, all of my grandkids have had, and, and all of my <clears throat> daughters have all been 
um, open to this, and they've also experienced a great many things in the spirit world. And it's just such a normal thing for us that um, it's not like it's not scary, because it can be very scary. It's just more mm-hmm. the norm than it's not. So you want to help your daughter and yourself, Carla, to mm-hmm. uh, really embrace this and also learn how to uh, bring it into uh, fruition if you'd like to work with it, because it's a, it's a, a great gift to have. Yeah, I work on mine quite a bit. I have dreams happen at random. You know, I have dreams about stuff that happens in a couple of days and some that doesn't happen for a couple of years. You know, but the moment it comes uh, through, you know. <laughs> well, so here's the thing, yeah, and this is, this is if I can give you any little uh, gift here. There is no time on the other side. In the spirit world, we, the only reason we have the concept of time is because we live in this physical world where, where we live in this mass. I mean, everything is mass. All these atom, mm-hmm. atoms comprise together and... Everything is, it takes us, you know, 10 minutes to walk from point A to point B. But when you drop your physical body, you live in an energy world, and you can, be, you can go anywhere at the speed of light, so there's no time. So you really can't tell when this information comes to you if it's coming from tomorrow or if it's coming in from three years from now. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want to record it down. If you have a book, I'd record everything that you're seeing and then just kind of wait. And this way you can really feel more, you know, uh, if you have a pattern of how you're perceiving information. No, that's a good idea. That's something I've never done is journalize them, but I should. Yeah, yeah. It would be great, mm-hmm. especially if you're planning on winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> If you're dreaming that, honey, <laughs> you want to write that down. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So now do you and your daughter uh, dream the same dreams? Has that happened yet? or? No, not yet. Um, I don't share a lot about mine for the same reason. You know, I don't want to create something. So I just uh-huh. keep watching, you know, as she shares something, you know, I pay attention, you know, and to see if it relates to anything or triggers anything that I might remember. But so far, no, that hasn't happened yet. Well, I don't I don't know how this is going to be for you, but when you say you don't want to create something, let me know what that means to you for a moment. Just tell me what it is. Oh, that I don't want to tell her about my I don't want to convey her what my dreams are about and how they come true and then her her just, you know, create it on her own or, you know, have it made up, be a fantasy that she just decided, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that too. You know, I want her oh, you got know, it, she got has it. a dream okay. I want to know that she had an authentic real dream, that it wasn't something that I told her about and then she went to bed and thought about it and ended up dreaming about what I told her. Got it, got it. That's perfect. Okay, yeah. well, then you mm-hmm. – but, well, here's the thing, though. You're going to want her to report to you because you're going to help her. Yeah. You're going to want to help her. So she should be reporting her things to you. She should be journaling them down, reporting them, and you can say, good job, good job. Now let's see how long it takes to manifest. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, and then when yours manifest, then you can pull your, you know, your neat little notebook out and say, look, this is the dream I had here. I journaled it on February 10th. And then it and it happened on April sixteenth. Sure. And then show her afterward, because then that'll, you know, then that'll omit yeah, the problem you're home. thinking might happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. is there something with long hair going on around you, honey? For you, your daughter. Um, I'm growing my hair out. Um, my daughters both have very long hair. I wish mine was as long as her theirs. They both have hair past their shoulder blades. That's what I was saying. Yep. And I'm growing mine out. 
<laughs> good, good, good. So mine's much longer than it was six months ago. Oh, very nice, very nice. Well, I kept getting long hair. <clears throat> Do you guys have a dog yet? Yep, I have a dog. Little Skipper Keith. Well, I don't know that it's your dog, but somebody could get nipped by a dog, so be on the uh, lookout, okay? Yeah, I will. My neighbor's one dog. Definitely, she's real territorial. <laughs> she doesn't like yeah. me, so I've been keeping an eye on her. Okay, good, good. So be careful. Just a little FYI. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Carol, hey, thanks for calling in tonight. Say it again? Sure, yeah. I had one question, quick, if I could. Uh, I just wanted to ask sure, about could. a relationship question with my dear friend, Michael. Things have been pretty exciting the last six months. Um, I decided to launch my own real estate agency, and as basically a gift, he told me he'd get, uh, build me a website. And that's about ready to launch. And I was just curious where the friendship's going to continue with that. If, um, he told me about a week and a half ago that he's tired of being a workaholic and wants to take his life back this summer and buy a house through me. And I'm just wondering where the relationship's going to go after oh. the house is bought. Honey, I like it. I just I felt like, like he was lot. telling me that this is going to, you know, grow and get better. We've become very close in the last two years. Well, it looks good to me. There's a lot of bubbles here, um, Carla, it, awesome. it, and the bubbles are good luck, good fortune, wishes coming true. This looks like it's going to be evolving into something. It, I, it to me, it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to go step by step, and it feels yep, very it has. good here. <laughs> <laughs> it has. He's a really good guy. I mean, for what he, I'm paying for this website is nowhere near what a retail customer would pay. He's truly doing this as a gift to help me out, and that's probably the coolest thing I've ever had a guy do for me ever. You know, in that you know perspective, that's just exciting. He's helping me launch this forward and make something real of it. Oh my God, it looks great. Well, let me tell you this: the coffee looks very good, but I do see it looks like an appendix in here, and uh, okay. to me, that would look look like somebody either. Either if you guys have had appendicitis already, great. If you haven't, I want you to be careful. No. No, no, in my family. Okay, Okay, knock on wood so you got the message then. But everything else looks good. Okay? Excellent. All right. All right, honey, thanks for calling in. Great. Great. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, Julia, um, my friend Bill has always told me, Sometimes I get some really strange information, and this is what I tell people. When that stuff comes in, please, please listen, because I've got an appendix floating in the coffee cup. Now, where would that come from? Yeah, really. Yeah. I'm like, look, we could be in trouble. Appendix. That's a good thing. <laughs> right? If somebody's got a stomach problem, you know, make sure, <laughs> make sure you get the best or whatever. <laughs> hey, you know what? So I'm going to share a little bit more about Joanna's uh, little history here. One day she was she called me up at night and she goes, Grandma, Grandma, I keep seeing spirits in my bedroom all week long at night when I'm going to bed. She goes, and they scare me. And I said, well, hang on a second, Joey. I said, let me check to see if they're who they are. I mean, what are they doing in your bedroom? And I said, no, nope, they're okay. They're your spirit guides and angels. I said, you're fine. They're just watching over you. And, of course, because she's psychic, she's seeing them. So not more than a week later, it was her birthday. And I'm taking a picture with the with those new little cameras that are the cameras that we use all the time now. I forget what they're called. but um, So I'm taking a picture with this new camera, and they say that you cannot do any kind of like uh, double takes on it. And I know you guys, you're probably all laughing at me because I'm using the wrong terminology. <laughs> but um, what do you think we get? We get a spirit standing directly behind Joanna with her hand on her shoulder. 
Now, I'm not sure if I have this picture up on my website, but wow. there's a dead woman with her hand over Joanna's shoulder and another spirit directly next to this woman that's lighter. So here it is this week. Joanna is seeing the dead, and and all of a sudden they show up in a picture. And it's really funny, Julia. Joanna was so used to seeing her spirit guides and feeling them that it was mm-hmm. probably, um, you know, the kids grow up and they start getting involved in other things. It was probably about two years later. She goes, Grandma, I'm not seeing my spirit guides as much. Well, I took another picture of her, and there were three really reasonable-sized orbs right behind her. And I said, honey, I said, here they are, right behind you. Wow. Nowhere else in the room, but just right behind her. So that was really neat. Yeah. So, again, if you guys, you know, take your pictures. Uh, The nice thing about this picture with Joanna, it was a full figure. It wasn't a mist. It wasn't a shadow. You could see a woman's face. You could see the woman's shoulder. You could see her hand on Joanna's shoulder. Well, and then you didn't recognize her as like anyone in the family or anything like that. No, I was trying to. I was trying to see. It's. I mean, my sister is dead, but it didn't look like my sister Carol. Um, it just. It didn't look like any of us really. Almost. It. It almost could have resembled one of my daughters, but you know, she's alive. Right. Yeah. So that that was kind of weird. Wow. Yeah. We do have a few callers online. Um, okay, who do we have next? We have Laura from Colorado. She has a what she feels is a psychic child, but she also has a question. So I'll bring okay. her online. Thank you. Laura. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, Laura. How are you tonight? I'm very well, and you? Great, great. So so okay. what's going on? What's happening with your daughter? Well, so my oldest daughter has always had, um, and I have always felt like she's had a gift. I will tell you, I, I did resonate with you talking about your granddaughter, I think. My oldest did see a lot more when she was younger. She's mm-hmm. about to turn 18, and she hasn't seen as much in the last couple of years. So, um, but I do feel like she has the the intuition and and things like that. Um, but she did much more um, see things and hear things when she was littler. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, yeah. It, so, it just seems that way. At least she was open, you know. Yeah, and I always, you know, never said to her, "Hey, you know, you are wrong or you're just making it up or anything like that." I always yeah. encourage, well, what did the person look like? What did they say? And, you know, what what are you feeling? It's okay. So I always try to really uh, approach her in a, in a good way on that. Mm-hmm. Good. I'll tell you why. I think what's very important about supporting your children with their psychic abilities is it builds their self-confidence. Because if you're telling them no, and they know clearly that they're seeing something, they start doubting themselves like, it's like, well, I know I What's saw wrong something. With me? And, right. Well, yeah, exactly. What's wrong with me? That's right. So when you go like, wow, that's so cool, and they're like, yeah, yeah, and it was maybe it was great. I can't tell you how many little kids I've heard from my um, from my clients that call in for readings that say, you know, my grandchild or my child walked up and pointed to this picture, 
stating that, you know, I keep talking to, you know, to Dada or Papa, and this is like their father that died before this child was born. Yeah. So yeah. they're visiting in the spirit world. They're talking. They can identify them in a picture. How can that child be wrong? Right, right. I mean, they're unjaded. They don't know. They are just saying what they saw, you know. I actually got so into it for a while because it was really a nightly type of thing, seeing orbs. She would see people standing around her bed, like there was a conference going on. Um, yes. You know, she thought, <laughs> yes. She's like, why are they talking so loud? Can't you stop them? I have to go to bed. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. I mean, oh, great. Um, and then, you know, to seeing somebody sitting right next to her in the chair, to seeing blue orbs. Um, wow. It hasn't happened as much in her teenage, like, let's say last three years or so. Um, so, ugh, I don't know. They, I did take her to a psychic one time that said that, you know, uh, she was, when they are littler, they, they get it more. And then when they're teenagers, kind of goes away a little bit because they're doing other things, and then it'll come back. So I don't know. I, I just I try think to it support will her too. as much as Yeah, I think yeah, it will, I think it will too, Laura. Yeah, because I think what, if, you know, we get busy with life, and then our priorities become, you know, working, a job, and stuff like this. Um, <clears throat> but even this young man, Stefano's, I can't tell you how excited he is about his psychic abilities. I mean, he's come to a couple of my seances, and he has described people in full form, you know, standing at the at the at this dining room table that I do my seances at. I mean, he's he's really amazing. How awesome he is loves, that? Loves this stuff. Yeah. How awesome is that? That is so awesome. This Could some of the kids be so afraid of what they're encountering because they don't know how to explain it? that they start to maybe suppress their abilities? She has yeah. been afraid for many years. She really has been. She won't go to haunted houses. She won't talk about it. Any any um, things on the TV, she hides her. She has been a really afraid, um, you know, about that type of thing too. My little one even, she carries a cross of Jesus with her every night to sleep. Oh. That she is literally so great. Will be like, where's my Jesus? Where's my Jesus? And I'm like, I don't know. He's probably in the bed somewhere. But it does make her feel good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like we're really religious people. I know she's ten. My little one is ten. Oh, so. that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. But yes, Julia. Yes, the kids can. Um, you know, there were some things that you know Joanna said she was afraid of, and um, I mean, what's really what's really interesting is they. Over there, she's got the spirit there that she sees on a pretty regular basis, and she just calls her closet girl. And because she's right there in her room, and I know she talks with her and she gets information, she even said to me one day, she goes, you know, Grandma, something's changing with closet girl because now she looks sad and something's wrong with her. Now, I mean, how do you know that unless you're in communication with the spirit, right? Right, right. It can't happen. Uh, and she's not just are. seeing the spirit out of the corner of her eye, you know, sees it and then it disappears. She, you know, she's in communication with the spirit. And she's concerned for the spirit. So there's there's a lot of things that kids are going to grow through. And again, uh, the point is, it's you know, some people say is this valuable for the kids to interact in this way or isn't it? Well, 
my thought is it positively is because, you know, you want your kids. I would kids, agree. You know, yes, they're spirit guides and angels. You know, you want them to be able to hear uh, messages from the other side if they're supposed to pass them along, by all means. If it's right. something that's just a special gift for you, use it. Right. You know, it's God communicating to us. We've got the angels, the spirit guides communicating, and it's wonderful. And then, of course, you want to learn because some little kids do just like just like Laura, your daughter, your younger daughter, the ten year old, sometimes we can tap in and see some of the lost spirits on the other side. And if they're not there, you know, in a good way, then this the thing you want to tell the kids, you want to tell your daughter this, to state, if you are not here to do God's work, you must leave now. Yeah, that's true. I would agree. I mean, yeah, so you I, want to tell I her that because that gives her power now, okay? Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just so excited that I I feel like all the parents should scoop their kids up and really put them, uh, you know, hug them, bear hug them, know that they are just doing great and um, really support them in this instead of doing what some parents do. Um, It just is a a shame. So um, I feel like... Well, that's because the parents are afraid, though. The parents are the fr- yeah. afraid. They don't know how to handle it, and they're afraid. You know, they were taught that they were crazy. You know, they were crazy, so they're going to pass it on. So, again, you just want to sit there and really uh, support your kids. Yeah, it's a gift, them, and I've always yeah. told both of my girls that. Right? Absolutely. Nice job. So, so did you have so an I extra did, question? I do actually. Um, now, my oldest, and she's going to be 18 on Friday. Actually, I'm like, oh. But um, she's going off to college next year, and to be honest with you, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. And I'm wondering okay. if you see anything coming in. Um, you know, we have a little bit of money, but that's it. And the rules have changed as far as student loans go now. <laughs> so Uh-oh. I'm wondering. Yes. So I'm wondering. Well, let me tell you, your coffee is going backwards on this one, so that. So you were right on the money there. It looks like there's more stress around getting the student loans. But I do get a sense of grants somehow here, Laura. And I don't know if it's a fire department grant or if it's a, um, oh, God, what are those guys called? Veterans grant. I would go to every place you can and ask, uh, apply for their grants for, for college for your daughter. Okay. And I would start doing okay. that, like, right away. Okay, okay. So you're talking about veterans and then uh, the fire department. Okay. Uh, yes, any of the grants that you can find out find out about, I know you can ask the school, but then there are other special grants, other special okay. grants out there that you can apply for, and that's definitely what I would start doing. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Right. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, you are so welcome, and thanks for calling in tonight. You too. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, Jorianne. Do you, do you think you want to take a couple more call, quick calls here? I would love to. Okay. Let's bring in Patricia. She's been holding, and she All is right. calling from the southwest. She's looking for just a general reading, so let's bring her in line. All right. Patricia. Hi, Jory Ann. Thank you. Hey, um, hey, Patricia. How are you? 
I'm doing wonderful, and I think your show is absolutely wonderful about the psychic kids, and I really think that it's wonderful, especially if the kids, um, you know, end up supporting each other, because I know there's a lot of kids that are being put on medication because of of the special gifts that they have. And Thank you. So that's Thank you so much. So, you know what, I want to I wanna go into a little story about that, if you don't mind. Sure. When I was doing... Um, and this is so true, and, and that's why it's so vital that the parents really look at their kids. And, and gosh, I'm so glad you said that, Patricia, because I kind of forgot about that. People will think that their kids are crazy, or they will think that they are crazy. And then they go to a doctor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist, and they get put on medication. And I had one woman, <clears throat> her name is... and and. I know she knows this. I talk about her all the time. Her name is Connie Henry. She's out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. She is amazing, an amazing woman. She saw me on one of the TV shows that I've done uh, several years ago, the TV show Sightings. She was watching me. She called up, and she says, Jorianne, she said, I have a haunted house. I see spirits. Would you please come down and investigate my home? And she goes, but I want to tell you this. She goes, they put me on, on medication now. She goes, because I keep seeing things, and no matter how much medication they put me on, she goes, I still keep seeing things, even though they think it should stop. She goes, but somebody gave me a video camera for a birthday gift, and she goes, so I learned how to put the video camera out, and she goes, you should see all the spirits that we keep capturing on the video camera. Wow, that's evident. And... Oh, I'm telling you, I love this woman to bits and pieces. She's an amazing woman. Uh, I went down to her house, and when I went into the house, I saw a black cat go around my feet. And I suddenly looked up, because I saw it, and I looked up. I said, oh, my God, where'd your cat go? She goes, I don't have one. She goes, but hang on a second. I know, right? She went and took her um, VCR tape and put it in the the, uh, video player, and she showed me that there was a black cat that walked out of the wall, walked around the front room, went into a circle, went in to the to the other wall, came out again, and walked back where it came from. And this is the cat that I saw walking around her house and it was caught on film. Oh, my. Wow. So these hey, are the hey, things, hey. and I want to thank you so much, Patricia, for saying that. People are thought to be crazy. What yeah. I tell people is this. Sometimes we can have biochemical imbalances because our bodies are not perfect. It would be nice if they were, but they're not. So even if you might have an imbalance, a biochemical imbalance in some fashion, if you're supposed to have your medication, take your medication. But that doesn't mean that you're not psychic or that you can't learn to work with your psychic abilities, whether you, whether you have to take medication or not. If you're seeing spirits, if you're, you know, if you're having these experiences, just go like, wow, I'm, I'm having some psychic experiences and I'd like to learn how to work with it. Yeah, and hearing voices too. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, I have a couple family members um, a long time ago that were institutionalized, and I found out that my whole family was psychic, and um, they were institutionalized a long time ago for hearing oh, horrible. voices. Horrible. Yeah, they used to maybe the psychiatrists. Uh, maybe yeah. the psychiatrists need to tap into the psychic ability <laughs> and get educated well, on, you know. There are a lot of good psychologists that know uh, that sometimes these people are having psychic abilities and they will work with them. 
Yeah, that's good. Which is really wonderful. The frightening thing is they used to do lobotomies on people, too. Oh, gosh. Years ago. Yeah. Or do the electric brain stuff. Just terrible. So, um, well, I think that's I think that's really neat. So, you know, can you ask a specific question? And what I want to let people know, yeah. too, is I do these readings full-time, um, a much longer reading than what we can address here, of course, on the show. So if if anyone's looking to set up a regular psychic reading, you can reach me at area code 219-940-9292. It's my new number, (laughs) 219-940-9292. So if somebody wants something more in-depth, please give me a call and we can really uh, get a good psychic reading going on. So, So Patricia, what specific question would you like to ask tonight? Yes. Well, first of all, I want to let you know your phone number is easy to uh, to remember, so um, that should be good. Thank you. <laughs> the 9292, that's easy. That's awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, I do have a specific question of just really quick. Um, I have a sister. Um, she's older than me. I have lots of sisters, but there's one in particular that um, uh, there's been a, a lot of release in my life in the past, few years or so a lot of people have been released from my life that were toxic i have a sister that's very toxic she has um gotten in my way i uh had a bank account that i was uh holding for my dad to help him and i just released it back to him because once she found out she was calling me and um just very mean and and i i don't know maybe she's got a chemical imbalance or whatever but i want to make sure that she's going to be released from my life uh, because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty bad, and I wanted to find out what Spirit has to say to me about that. Now let's take a peek here. What what I'm honestly hearing is the only one that can uh, release her is you. That's the first thing that I'm hearing. Um, it feels like she really is here to give you a lesson. Um, and what I wanted to say to you before was that some people, now I, this might sound inappropriate, but some people are just bad. Now, shes I don't believe that anyone's soul is bad. Sometimes in this life, people have to play the villain. Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. And if she, if you guys have some past life stuff to mend and heal, she might be in here. As as playing this role where you guys are supposed to somehow forgive each other for some for some terrible interactions you're having here. So I truly would work on the forgiveness thing, but there's also the saying out there, forgive but don't forget. They say forgive and forget, but no, don't forget because if you forget, you're doomed to repeat the past. Right. And you can forgive her and release her. You know, the question is, have you been able to forgive her? And it I doesn't feel like she's done with you, by the way. Oh. Okay. It feels like she wants to keep hounding you somehow. It doesn't feel like she's been able to let you go. Yeah, that's what I feel. I feel her energy. She feels very angry with you. Hmm. Like you, Like you've you know, kept something from her or whatever. But but that's her sense of feeling like she's supposed to know everything or be in on everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just, she to me, she really does feel like a very selfish person. But again, that's 
part of the lessons that she's down here learning. Yeah. And I would just pray for her, honey. Yeah. I I had a dream that I had forgiven her, but um, I don't know. I just feel her psychic attacks, her psychic energy, um, mm-hmm. and I I just don't feel I deserve it. I mean, I would like... No. Like the other people that have been released from my life, I would like for her to be released from my life. Um, You've got to keep working on it. You have to remember we all have karma with each other, and there uh could have been something karmically that you guys were supposed to be working on. So I don't know if you've heard the prayer I share with people, but I'm going to share it with you again and all of our other listeners. And the prayer is, um, let's say if your sister's name is Mary, you'd say, Mary, I forgive you for anything you've done to hurt me past present and future through all of, through all of time and all of eternity. And Mary, I ask that you forgive me for anything I've done that I've possibly done to hurt you past, present and future through all of time and all of eternity. And that really means past lives. Because mm-hmm. again, we have that veil of forgetfulness over our consciousness and we do not know if we might not have offended that person in a past life. Yeah. Okay. So you, this lifetime is not what it's all about. It is, but there's so much more. And you want to be right. freed from the past. So by repeating that prayer over and over and over again, or the O'Pono O'Pono prayer, you can look that one up online, O'Pono O'Pono. Oh, yes, I, that up. I've done that many times. You've done it? Well, yes, I do that it. to her every once in a while, and then the energy goes away. So I need to keep yes. doing that. So yes, do ma'am. you see any light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> in this oh, light yes. of time? Yes, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think you guys will, um, how can I say, I don't think you will die enemies. That's what I want to say to you. Okay. Okay. okay? Yeah, because I want, I want to start a brand new life, and I just don't want any bad energy. I I've worked that. hard to release all that, so you see there is oh, light. Thanks. Okay. What they say is focus on the positive. Okay. And you remember the 23rd Psalm, Patricia, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Why would God put us in front of our enemies unless it was meant to be that way? Right, right. Our perceived enemies. Right, what are we supposed to be learning from? That's, that's in that prayer. So keep that in mind, right. God. I do not know what I'm supposed to be learning from the situation. Please help me. Oh, thank you. I, yes. I feel better. Okay, I will uh, concentrate on that. Thank you so very much, and I enjoy your show. It's it's awesome, and thank you for talking about the psychic children. It's important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. All right. right. Julia, who else do we have? We have two more people. Um, Okay. One is Valerie, who is a, a frequent client of yours. And she wants, oh, this is like a follow-up to reading you gave her. Let's bring her line. Okay. Valerie, Hello. are you there? I'm here. Yep, I'm here. Hey. Hi, Jorianne. Do you remember me mm-hmm. with the orb and everything? Yes, I do. How are you? Good. I'm happy your move went very well, too. It did. <laughs> Out in Good. <laughs> You told my husband and I that we were going to be settling somewhere in the West. I am calling you from 
Arizona. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Nope. And you said someone would be saying, woe is me, like kind of, you know, pulling us and not yes. really like letting us go. And it was my mother. She would not talk to oh. us. She was awful. Oh. You were right on. And I just said, Dorian said it was going to happen. This will pass and we will move. And <laughs> <laughs> so we are here, but I have a question. We're okay. having some issues around getting into this house that we purchased. Can you shed any light on that? I'm in temporary housing right now, and I'm dying. <laughs> we were okay. pushed out. Our house in Chicago sold. We're just wondering what's happening. Isn't doesn't it, it kind of feels like some uh, paperwork? Is Paper- it paperwork around this new property? A little bit. It kind of is. We had to wait for an addendum to come back from the gentleman that we purchased from here in Santan Valley, Arizona. But our house seems to be moving along. But yes, you are right. It's paperwork. Our Chicago house could not close until the gentleman gives his um, pay stub. So that's paper. That's right. Oh, very nice. Yep. The, so definitely. You know, you've got a you've got a dead man in this new house, honey, out in Arizona, and uh, he's an older man, and you're going to want to do a clearing on that house because I can see him kind of there. Okay. And it feels like there's an issue with him, so you just might want to talk to him and ask him to, you know, could you, you know, we're going to help take care of your house. Would you please help us to, you know, expedite the situation? Mm-hmm. It's not in the house that I'm in right now. It's in our home in Santan because we're in Chandler right now in temporary housing. No, ma'am. I think it's the new house you're going into. The new house. Interesting. Okay. Because it's been vacant for six years. Go figure, honey. There's a dead man there. Oh, jeez. Okay. So So clean clean it up. Clean it up. A lot of sage, prayers, candles, you know, crosses. Okay. You'll be okay. 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 I wish you were okay. here that I could, you know, pay you to, pay you to come and clear it. <laughs> but I know that's not oh, going to happen. happen. <laughs> it could happen. Oh, really? Okay. I'll have to call you then privately. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right well, thanks thank for calling. You. Thank right, you. Take care, care Dran. Bye-bye. Bye, Val. Bye. Uh, hi, Dran. You there? Yeah, how great was that, huh? That was. And, you know, I know we're running out of time. We have one more person who's been on hold for a while to ask a question. Okay, Um, great. Although, Valerie, I wish we had more time because she was saying that you told her her son was psychic. Oh, my God. You should have seen the orb around him. I had, Uh I had, she had an amazing orb. Now, this was the second largest orb that I've seen around a child. Just amazing. Huge. Yes, I, I know we we were running out of time, so I'm sure she didn't go into it for that reason. I thought she was going to bring it up. Um, yeah. But that was interesting. The next person we have is Kristen okay. from New Hampshire. Most we'll of online. Joanne? Yes, Kristen, how are you? Hi, how are you? It's me. How are you? <laughs> hey, good, good. So, so I've got to tell you, our time is running um, short. Oh, I, I know. I've been I've been on hold for almost a whole hour. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get through. <laughs> okay. So what's your question, right. honey? I, I, I will be super super quick. Okay. Um, I've been in, I've been in kind of a funk lately for the last couple okay. of weeks. 
Um, I feel like I want to get out of this third job, third shift job so bad, and I'm uh-huh. applying every every place except Sunday. I mean, every job that I can think of that's uh, is capable of getting to, I'm applying to, and I feel mm-hmm. like I can't. I don't know. Hello. Yep. Are you okay. here? Um. I, yeah. I'm, no, I'm here. Um. I just I don't know what to do, and I've been in this really really bad. Like not necessarily depressed. I mean, I mean, maybe slightly depressed, but not to the point where, you know, like jumping off a bridge or something. But um, it's just it 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 has affected my mood, and I just wanted to see if there was any relief. I know you said March or April, but I know how you aren't how you're not exactly known for your timing. So I just wanted to just call and reconfirm and just give me some sort of hope here. All right, so what I'm hearing right now, Kristen, is you cannot leave right now. Do not leave that job right now. It would not be a good move. Do not leave this job right now. It would not be a good move. But keep throwing. Keep throwing your resumes out there. Make sure you make all the contacts. If something other, uh, something else comes in, great. Great. Otherwise, you're going to have to so just hang in there. Do you do you see anything else coming in? Do you see me leaving? Or do you, I mean, nope. Nope, 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 nope. I'm just hearing, what I'm hearing right now is do not leave that job right now. Okay? Because you had said March or April, and I'm thinking to myself, maybe something's going to come along, but... Well, I mean, it's one of those things that you might have to call up for reading, honey. Because, again, um, sometimes it takes a little longer to... I mean, you already know. Yeah. The information comes through... And then if we need more information, we'd have to call in for a reading. Could there be another okay. position in that company, Jorianne, that she should, what? it's like telling her not to leave, is maybe there's a position within the same company that may become available for her? It could be. It could be. But, again, uh, it's a matter really of going in there. Well, first off, you want to listen to the information the Spirit's saying. And if they're saying right now, do not leave, it almost feels like an urgency of do not leave. You really need to follow that because... Uh, and it could be more towards the end of April, but um, so it's one of those things where we really have to listen and you know and hang in there. You know what I'm realizing? I I just heard our little um, operator say it's getting close to the time. So I want to say, uh, Kristen, thanks for calling in. I want to say thank you for all of our wonderful, wonderful callers that have uh, called in tonight, and. Um, and Julia, did you have anything else that you want to share about um, your thoughts on on tonight? Well, as a matter of fact, let me do this again. I'm going to throw my number out. If you guys would like mm-hmm. to call in and uh, get a full reading, more in-depth reading, that number is area code two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. And please remember, you can call in to this show live every week, and that number is three four seven six three three. 9404 and uh, I love having you guys call in we have such a great time and um, and this is your psychic connection on blog talk radio so did you want to share one more thing Julia before we go well I just wanted to say that you know as usual Jorianne you're fantastic and I know you have mentored uh, Stefan so and and his abilities and I'm sure if there's any parents out there who have questions or or feel they're looking for someone to guide their child, that you're more than capable. Oh, I, I do it a lot, so they can call in for that, too. Well, thank you for reminding me of that. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tonight. 
I hope you guys have a great night. And Julie, I'm sending you a big squeeze. Thanks. And Joanna, Stefan, Delilah, we'll do this again, you guys. All right, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night now.